Okay, come on up. Let's welcome Jeff Jansen up. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Glory. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. Ma 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 ma. Oh Jesus, I'm serious, man. You know that whole thing. I was doing good up until the, he pours out the oil and the wine. I had to, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom, and I tried to, I, I tried to, yeah, walk down the thing down there just to. Well, to go to the bathroom, and I just about, you know, man, I don't, I don't know. It's really, it's really, really saucy up here. I don't know. Isn't it wonderful? It really is. I'm telling you, I've, I've tried, I've done all kinds of drugs in my life. I, I have, I've done the, I, I've done all kinds of drugs. I was, I mean, everything, but nothing, 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 nothing comes close to just being aghast in the Holy Ghost. Nothing comes close to just Jesus. You know what it is? It's, it's, it's just, it's Jesus. <laughs> it really, it's just Jesus. It's, the, it's, it's Jesus. And Charlie, Charlie was, Charlie was uh, talking. He was, he, was, um, he was preaching my message because Jesus dances with Jesus dances through us and Jesus moves through us. Like right now, he's breezing through us. I'm telling you, he's, he's here right now. He's here right now. And, um, you know, he really is. He's here right now. And he's breezing through us. We went out and shot Bibles. I mean, shot, uh, shot clay pigeons today. Ha <laughs> ha! We went out and shot clay pigeon. We went out and shot. Oh, never mind. He's moving through. He's moving through. He's blowing. He's the Bible says. He's um the the Bible says that he's a rushing. <laughs> he's a rushing mighty wind. Whoa, he's a rushing mighty wind. Say he's a rushing. <laughs> Not a Russian. A rushing, say he's a rushing, mighty wind. And he, and he blows, say he blows. <laughs> he blows through us. He does. When he came, when he came on Pentecost, woo! When he came on Pentecost, he blew through the room. You know that Jesus blew on everybody? He blew on people. A lot of times when you blow, he says, you know, I blow on people and they get healed. They do. I blow on people and they lose 60 pounds. I mean, I did that once. I did, and I was in a, oh, shadagabazumba. I was in a meeting in uh, Wisconsin. And um, this, this lady, we, I never heard of supernatural weight loss before, you know. So I, we just get up there and shiggy boom in the, in the, just get up there and start moving and just being, you know, the Holy Spirit starts moving. And, um, and just, uh, this lady was there, this lady was there and, uh, and, oh gosh, focus. This lady was there 
And anyways, I just basically, I, the Lord just had me stand her up and blow on her. Because the Holy Spirit, he comes like a cloud. And he comes like a wind and he moves through the room. And I'm telling you, it's not, this is not mental. It's not a mental thing. The God, <laughs> this is not about us understanding anything. It has nothing to do with us understanding. It has everything to do with us just drinking and partaking. And say drinking. And partaking. I mean, it has everything to do with breathing in the presence of Jesus, drinking in the presence of Jesus and him blowing through. And I, and basically I just had her stand up. I said, uh, stand up. The Lord wants to minister to you. And there was, you know, a group like this here and she stood up and, and immediately I just spoke to her and, uh, I said, God's doing this, 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 and this, and this, and, and God healed her of cancer that night. She had throat cancer, stage four throat cancer. And I said, this, 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 and by the way, you're going to lose 60 pounds instantaneously. Like, you're going to lose supernatural weight loss. I never heard the term supernatural weight loss. And I just blew on her like that. She went down, boom, on the ground. People were, you know, and then we, we went through lining people up and just praying, praying for them and, and blowing on them. That was a blow service, you know. We were just, just blowing on people and just, you know, just releasing the Holy Ghost. Jesus blew on people. He went, receive the Holy Spirit. Because he's in us, we, we, we blow the wind. And it's okay to blow on people as long as you don't spit. Just don't spit on people. I've had some people get mad at me because, you know, in a little bit. Anyways, that's a whole different deal. But they have spit ministries too. Jesus had a spit ministry. You know, he may spit on the ground, made a little bit of mud, and you know, I don't see that ministry in operation these days. You know, Jesus spit on the ground and put mud pat, and then you know, the blind eye. I don't see that. But anyways, blowing on people. Jesus blew on people, and I, I thought I'm going to blow on this person. I just felt blow on this person, and uh, she lost an instantaneous supernatural weight loss, sixty pounds. She, no, 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 that was a different one. She lost 40 pounds. I mean, just like this, I was, uh, there's a different one. She was, uh, she lost 40 pounds. I mean, bam, just 40 pounds, just like that. Uh, her pants started to fall down. She had to grab her pants. I mean, it was gone. It was like, bam, just but because of the word, boom, speaking a word and 40 pounds, bam. I've got pictures. I don't have them here with me, but normally I have, I take photos because you tell people stuff and it's like, yeah, yeah, right, right. You know. Uh, she lost like eight pants size and she was wearing not spandex pants. Okay. These are not spandex. These are blue jeans and, and instantaneously lost eight. I mean, like eight inches sticking out on the side, eight inches. She had to grab her pants before they fell to the ground. How many want a weight loss miracle like that? Some of us, I'm serious. We've seen, I had a lady, 53 pounds in one meeting, boom, boom. And it's, it's like sometimes God just does that. Well, I was in Chicago a while back, and we had like a bunch of people lose 30 pounds, supernatural weight loss, 30 pounds, bam, just like that, just gone. And uh, miracles, just wonderful miracles. And it's all because of the wind. <laughs> all because of the wind. It's all because of Jesus just blowing through us. Just like he's blowing through us tonight. I'm going to read something really quickly. I didn't mean to get off on all that. Boom, but huh? That's a lot of wind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't get that. What was that? Uh, oh, okay. Boomba, boomba. Uh, you know, I was, I was asking the Lord while we were drinking the, I mean, singing the, drinking the song. 
We were drinking the song and I was saying, Lord, where's that scripture? Where's that scripture that says, uh, talks about song, talks about, uh, uh, shaka, talks about drinking, talks about uh, strong drink. Proverbs, if you're taking notes, put your Bible, put your pen down because it's not going to be one of those, those nights. Uh, boom, bah, bah, bah. Uh, Proverbs 31. Oh, you can take notes if you want to, but it's probably not going to make much sense. Proverbs 31. Starting at, look at this, Proverbs 31, boom, ba, ba, ba. Look at all the stuff around up here. Proverbs 31, verse 6 says this. You know why God poured out wine in Toronto? You know why God pours out wine? You know why God poured out wine on Pentecost? Uh, It tells you right here, look. This talks about uh, strong drink. Let me just put this up. Let me just read this. It says, it says, uh, strong drink or give strong drink as medicine to him who is ready to pass away. Talks about strong drink. You give strong drink to those who are getting ready to die. <laughs> In the natural. Give strong drink as medicine to those who are ready to pass away. And wine to him in bitter distress of heart. It says, let him drink and forget his poverty. How many? Some of us need to drink and forget our poverty. We just need to drink. And, you know, that's what the world does. The world drinks to forget its sorrows and forget its pain. But uh, the Bible says right here, look, for, first in the natural. Some of us have been really good at doing that in the natural. But now it's time to learn that principle in the spirit because it's a principle as well. Look at it. It says, uh, let him drink and forget his poverty and seriously seriously remember not his want and misery no more than verse 8 and verse 9 start with open your mouth open your mouth now let me read that again it's a little bit out of context but that's okay because it's the same principle that applies it says give strong drink say give strong drink as medicine to him who is ready to pass away see this is what god was doing in toronto he was getting them all gassed He's getting them totally drunk. He showed up. He got them completely inebriated. Got them out of their heads. Got them out of their thinking mode. Got them completely off guard. Filled them with new wine. Mary, uh, wine makes merry. Does good like a, makes a merry heart. Uh, I can't, what, I can't, what does that scripture say again? Wine does what, Charlie? <laughs> uh, um, wine doth good. What does it say? A merry heart. Yeah, it's a... Wine and a merry heart. That's what it says. Something like that. Wine does good like a, well, whatever. But it makes your heart merry. Wine makes your heart merry. It makes you happy. And God was, see, God, I shouldn't even try to go down this road because my brain is like gone. I'm serious. It says that wine, oh gosh. It says that, uh, well, anyways, man, what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm doing. Huh? I uh, see, God's got me in a glory hole. I step. My brain is like gone. Well, it says uh, God poured out Toronto because he was trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I told God poured out wine in Toronto. He poured out, did I say he poured out Toronto? God, God's poured, he poured out wine. He poured out wine in Toronto. Oh, my goodness. He poured out, God poured out wine in Toronto because he was killing him. That's the whole point of my message. <laughs> he poured out wine in Toronto because he was killing them. He was, he was killing them. Just like the Bible says right here. Give strong drink 
Give strong drink as medicine to him who is getting ready to pass away. God was trying to kill their mind and kill their, offend their mindset, kill their, their place where they were at so that he poured out wine to pickle them. To get them out of their heads so that they wouldn't feel their misery and their pain while it was killing them. They were rolling on the floor and doing all kinds of stuff because what, see that, that's really the place that we need to come to. And when we, when we need to come to the place where we're at the end of ourselves and we just drink ourselves and drink our miseries away and drink our poverty. I'm telling you, there's something about drinking and, and just being in the presence of God. And it's wonderful. Some of this, it's blissful. And we need to learn how to do this. I don't want to re-preach what Charlie was talking about, but I'm telling you, a miracle, some of the greatest miracles. This was my original point. My original point was, I've seen some of the greatest miracles that we've ever seen, I've ever seen, were when people were so out of their heads, so gone, completely not thinking and not evaluating, and not, to, not trying to understand everything, and God just comes in and He blows through, and miracles take place. Some of the greatest miracles, people getting out of wheelchairs, blind eyes, when people are gassed and gone, and they're just rejoicing in the presence of God. See, there's that realm is in the room tonight. I don't know if you know this. Now my brain's starting to come back a little bit now. That realm is in the room. Thank you, Jesus. That realm is in the room tonight. Right now, that realm is in here. That realm of rejoicing and making the heart merry and, and, and uh, that whole realm of, of just being merry before the Lord. Uh, because it's, it's the same realm that comes when God is wanting us to not think and just rejoice. And when we, re- we, when we rejoice, the miracles start popping. Hallelujah. That kind of makes you wonder what God wants to do tonight. You know, last night, the ladies, uh, people... The people that got the miracles last night, a lot of the people that got gold teeth and stuff, because there were some gold teeth and there were some, some other things that happened. A lot of people that get those are the people that are waiting around at the end. You know, the Bible says that he pours out the best for last and he saves the best for last. Isn't that awesome? Those are the people that linger around at the end of the meetings. You know, a lot of times people will get up and leave, but it's the ones who hang around, stuff starts happening. And, uh, and that's when, uh, I mean, the, it's like the new wine, the new barrels start rolling out. The new wine starts coming out. There are different bottles and different vintages and different things that start happening. It's people that just kind of hang out and are just being there in the presence. Whoa. That's what happens. Hallelujah. So God is, this whole thing, you, you notice a lot of what, uh, a lot of what has been brought uh, the working of miracles and, and signs and wonders and all that stuff, it all comes, it, it's combined with wine and drinking. And uh, I'm going to have to surf on that scripture for a while, Charlie. That whole thing about God's after a good party and love. Out of Song of Solomon, he brings me to his house of wine. I'm going to have to get on that and surf that for a while. Seriously, because that's what it is. And some of the greatest miracles, I'm repeating myself now. The greatest miracles, signs and wonders happen at the end when stuff is just moving and shaking and the wine's flowing everywhere. You know, I see, you know, we try to minister a lot of times. I'll minister and we'll start laying hands on people. And and a lot of people, it's hard to receive. You know, it's really hard for a lot of people to receive. But I'm telling you, I've seen God crack some of the stone cold Joes. Some of the, you can't touch me, Larry's, you know, some of those guys that are standing there. Yeah, I haven't been praying. You can't touch me. I've seen God just whack those guys on the floor. And, uh, and God, and, and I believe that we're going to do that tonight. That's what we're going to do. I think what we're going to do, I think what we're going to do is, um, 
See, we don't need to preach tonight because it's already been preached. It's already done. It's, we don't have to do that. This is a party night. Amen? Isn't this a party night? This is the night. And I believe Je- when Jesus saves the wine, the best, he always saves it till now. Yes, he saves it till last, but he saves it till now. So I don't even feel like, woo, I don't even feel like, I mean, I've, I've got some, I don't need to share that stuff. I feel like Jesus just wants to blow through us tonight. Do you want Jesus to blow through you tonight? I mean, gee, I, it's the kind of blowing where God, some, of, some strongholds that have been on people's lives are just going to, he's going to blow them right off. Wrong, strongholds of the mind and even sicknesses and diseases. We had a bunch of miracles that happened yesterday. How many people received miracles, uh, healings, miracles in their physical body? There was like over 40 yesterday that were just bam, that were spontaneous atmospheric miracles because Jesus was just loosing himself and, and, and uh, it's just wonderful things. I, I kind of sense that that realm is, is coming into the room tonight. That's what I'm sensing. I'm sensing that whole thing happening. And uh, I believe that the Holy Spirit, uh, like, uh, is going to, to is, is, even now, I sense him settling. See, you get what you talk about. You know that? You get what you talk about. So we need to be careful what we're talking about. Because as soon as we start giving expression to certain things and certain truths and certain realms, that's what you're going to get. You believe that? As soon as we start talking about the realms of, of angels, the angels start coming in the room. So when I was talking about the angels the other day, uh, how many people saw angels in the room? When I was talking about the angel Emma and the angel Grace, there's, we've been getting reports of people seeing the big silver and white angel standing in the room. Isn't that right, Ian? And, and, and others t- hearing about and seeing this big silver and the white angel. You start talking about the angelic realm, guess what happens? They start coming. We start talking about how angels move and how they bring the power, how they work in the kingdom and how they bring miracles and how they work with the Holy Spirit to bring the atmosphere and bring the glory of God. You start talking about that realm and oh, here they come because they, they're like, fly, they're like uh, angels on anointing. They're like bees on honey. And they start smelling the words that we're speaking. They start smelling that environment. And when they look in the spirit, they're always scanning and looking in the spirit. They can see what's going on. I tell you, there were more angels dancing in this building tonight than there were people. Oh, my goodness. There were hundreds of angels dancing. And they're still here. Dancing. Hundreds of angels dancing in the building tonight. And I'm feeling that whole realm starting to shift and to change. And the angelic realm. See, the angels work with the, with the Holy Spirit. They do the works of power in Psalm 103, verse 20. That's what they do. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So this is what we're going to do. I'm not going to say we're going to go for miracles, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to go back into partying. And we're going to see what the Lord wants to do and how he wants to blow tonight. You want to do that? You want to do that? That blanketing of the Holy Spirit? That blanketing of the Holy Spirit. How many want the Holy Spirit to blanket you tonight? To cover you like a garment. To cover you like a cloak. Do you want that tonight? 
Hallelujah. Do you want the cloud of glory to envelop you tonight? Do you want the miracles and the signs and the wonders that come in that glory cloud? And let me ask you a question. Will you not be offended if he comes in a way that comes outside of your understanding? Jesus said, blessed are those who are not offended in me when I come. It's not just when he comes back in the clouds. It's so he said, when he comes into the room, he might do some really weird stuff. As long as it's the Holy Spirit and as long as it's Jesus moving. Will you not be offended if he wants to come and paint people's teeth pink? Will you not be offended if he wants to come and, uh, and, uh, and do, uh, do bring a healing or bring a manifestation? That's something we've not seen before. As long as it's Jesus. Will you not be afraid? Will you not be offended? I'm telling you, I, I don't care how he wants to come. As long as it's Jesus coming in the room. And I'm telling you, when we give Jesus the glory, when we give him the honor in the room, when we give him the place, I'm telling you, all of heaven comes. He comes packing. He doesn't, it's not just a little bit of the kingdom that starts coming. It's all of the kingdom that comes. It's all of the power that comes. It's all of the miracles that come. And he, that realm is in the room right now. Do you feel that? Do you sense that? I, I, I sense that whole thing beginning to change, this dynamic. I, I sense this happening. It's like this electric. I can feel this cloud starting to come into the room. So, Lord, I'm just, we want to party tonight. Lord, we want to be in your presence. The Lord's reminding me now of several scriptures, and I'm going to share these scriptures. Can I, can I share a couple of scriptures while we're just kind of getting ready to, to be? Can I, can I do that with you? Hallelujah. Boom, 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 boom. Uh-oh, Lord. Uh-oh, Lord. Uh-oh, Lord. Uh-oh. I want to share just a couple of scriptures. Number one is Hebrews chapter 11. Let me just read this. You can follow if you want to. I just want to read a couple of these right quick. Right quick. Boy, did that sound redneck. Tennessee redneck. Okay, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 says this. It says, uh, now faith is the assurance, the Bible, uh, uh, what does it say, of the uh, New King James, or the King James says, faith has substance and evidence. Uh, Hebrews 11, 1 says in the Amplified, it says, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things that we hope for, being proof of things that we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. And it says that... Uh, Faith, perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. For by faith, by faith, the men of old had divine testimony born to them and they obtained a good report. Verse 3 says this, By faith we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, they were fashioned, they were put in order. The worlds were equipped for their intended purposes. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. By faith we understand that the worlds, everything that we know, everything that we see in the natural, 
It doesn't matter if it's trees or it doesn't matter what it is. Everything that we see physically in the natural, that everything that we see was, was made by the things which you cannot see. By faith, we understand that the unseen realm, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, because that unseen realm is here. That world is right here tonight. That world that created everything is right in the room tonight. That creative flow, that creative DNA, that creator God. By faith, we understand that the things which we do not see, the things that, uh, that we do not see made the things that we see. Do you believe that? It's the word of God. That's where creative miracles come from. They come from this realm. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed, they were fashioned, they were put in order, and they were equipped for their intended purposes by the word of God. Framed by the word of God. Genesis chapter 1 says this. Hallelujah. Lord, what do you want to do tonight? Genesis chapter 1 says this. Starting at verse 1. It says, In the beginning, In the beginning, God prepared, and He formed, He fashioned, and He created the heavens and the earth. Just like it says in Hebrews 11, 3. In the beginning, God prepared, He formed, and He fashioned, and He created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, and it was an empty waste. And darkness was upon the, very, uh, upon the face of the very great deep. And the Spirit of God was moving. Say, the Spirit of God was moving. The Spirit of God was moving. It was hovering. It was brooding. Over the face of the waters. And while the Spirit of God was hovering and moving and brooding over the face of the waters, God spoke, it says, verse 3, God said, He spoke into the Holy Spirit, into that glory cloud, that cloud that covered the earth. While the earth was, had no form, it had no fashion to it, it, it just had, the, the waters were moving over the face of the very great deep. And while the Holy Spirit was moving, while he was brooding over the face of the waters, it says that God spoke. He spoke into the Holy Spirit. He spoke into the spirit of creation. He spoke into the Holy Spirit. He spoke into the glory. And he said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be firmament. He said, let there be waters. He said, let there be earth. He said, let there be planetary systems. Let there be moons. Let there be stars. Let there be uh, on, on, the, uh, on the earth. Let there be trees and grass. And let there be birds and fish and cattle. He said, let there be. He spoke into the creative DNA. See, this is where creative miracles come from. God spoke. Papa, 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 Papa spoke while the Holy Spirit, the creative Holy Spirit, was brooding over the face of the water. He spoke creation into existence. And I believe that that realm is in the room tonight. I believe that, that the Holy Spirit is here tonight. Do you, he's here tonight. He's, he's been coming in waves. And, and uh, we're just going to... I believe that that realm for creative miracles is going to open up tonight. And you know what? I'm not going to work it this time. Because we can work and I can, we can speak. But I'm not feeling like I'm even going to really speak. Maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. But 
But when the Holy Spirit starts to come, when the Holy Spirit starts to hover and brood over an atmosphere, when God starts to move into a place, that same Holy Spirit is present. The same Holy Spirit that created the unseen as well as the physical, that same creative nature is in the room. That's why we, we can use and we can move in the Holy Spirit and we can destroy the works of the devil. We can speak and eyes can open up. We can speak and ears can open up. We can bind and we can loose and we can bind the works of the devil. See, that's how that all works. When we recognize that as sons and daughters and God made us in his image. As a matter of fact, we can speak and create in, in the same fashion and in the same way that he did. Creative miracles. That's where they all come from. Creative miracles are really as easy as Genesis 1-1. And, and, and I'm seeing, I, we've seen a lot, and I talk about, you know, a, a supernatural weight loss and all those different kinds of miracles that take place, spines and scoliosis, people getting up out of wheelchairs, both in crusades and, and other conferences and, and other gatherings and different things that we've done in the nations of the earth. That, that's the way it happens. Nobody touching them. It's just speaking while the Holy Spirit is moving and brooding. I sense that, that realm in the room tonight. But this is what I want to do. I don't, know the, I, don't know what we're going, I don't know what's going to happen. What I'd like to do is I, I'm feeling it to do it a little bit different tonight. And I'm not really even after miracles. I'm just after Jesus blowing through us tonight. I just want him to blow through us tonight. I want the wind of glory, the spirit of glory, the Bible calls him, the spirit of glory to just move through us tonight. And I'm seeing lives. Listen, this is, I've been smelling strongholds tonight since I've been in the building. I've been smelling strongholds. And you say, well, how can you smell strongholds? Because everything is spiritual. Everything has a spiritual root. Uh, I believe that there's a, God's going to be de delivering many, many people from many, many different things, even intergenerational things. I believe that that cloud is going to come on you tonight, and there's a lot of things that are going to happen. Some of you, things that have, that have plagued you, and even now I'm seeing some of the lightnings. You know, I'm seeing lightning starting to come into the room. Boomba. Those are the, that's the angelic realm. That's, that's miracle working power. Lord, do you want to do that? Yeah, I'm just going to see how he wants to do this tonight. I've not never quite done it like this. I'm kind of going in the back door. But you know, I, I sense Jesus just blowing in the room tonight. And I don't care. You know, it's not about doing it this way or that way. I want us to stand right now. We're just gonna, I'm just going to stop. And I want us to stand right now. And can we, uh, can we have the worship team again? Where's the worship team at? Hallelujah. Oh, they're up there. Praise God. Good, 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 good. And I'd like to carry this, uh, this, this, uh, this uh, pulpit out of the way. And what I'd like to do is um, I'd like for um, I'd like for um, I'd like for us to just go into a, a, just a section of worship, just a little bit of worship. And what I'd like to do can we play that song, the one that you first did? Uh, it's called um, the one that I like so much. Um, no, we didn't do it tonight. Holy, 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 holy. And uh, this is what I want to do. I want to... Um... Here's what we need to do. Okay, the Lord's showing me what we're going to do tonight. We need to create a walking path. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. This is what we need to do. These, there, there are aisles right over here, right? You have a walkway right here. Okay, this walkway is going to go all the way around the building. Oh, this is going to be good. 
This, a walkway. Hallelujah. We've got a walkway right here. A walkway, and you're going to walk down here. We may, oh, I don't know. We may have to move. I don't know. Uh, but uh, especially if we get a bunch of people walking or, or whatever. Uh, there needs to be a, a walkway. So we need, to keep, we need to keep a walkway open in the middle. I may need some guys to help me here just to kind of... We can have people come up to the front, but you've got to leave a walkway through here because people need to be able to walk around. Okay? And what we're going to do is this. We're going to go into a time of worship. We're going we're gonna to go into a time of bringing glory to Jesus. We're going to let that wind, that, that uh, oil and that wine... Uh, that's been so prevalent in the meetings over the last couple of days. We're going to let the oil and the wine and the spirit of glory uh, just begin to move in the building. What we're doing is we're creating a pathway for Jesus to come and walk. Because he's going to walk amongst us tonight. Oh, Jesus, you should see what I'm seeing. We're going to see Jesus move tonight in a wonderful way. He's, gonna, he's walking even now in the building tonight. We need to make room now. Um, and I don't know if it's possible. We may have to even create a little bit wider. Yeah, that's perfect. A little bit wider of a walkway, especially if a bunch of people start walking. Because this is called the highway of healing right here. This is going to be a highway for healing right here. Okay? I'm calling it right now. I'm designating this. Say this is a highway of healing. Come on. This is a highway of healing. Hallelujah. This is a highway of healing. Say it. This is a highway of healing. I want you to say it loud. This is a highway of healing. Now we're going to worship the Lord. And uh, listen, I want us to just get, be as undignified and wild. This is not a religious thing. We're going to see what Jesus wants to do. And uh, at some point, we may very well, I may very well break out and start calling out sicknesses and diseases and I and as you step out listen I'm telling you this is how it works oh Jesus oh this is going to be fun oh this is going to be fun this is the way it works this is the way it's going to work um, you know uh, Ephesians 2.10 says this where's my Bible it doesn't matter Ephesians 2.10 says this it says that can I get just a little bit more on this it says that we are his workmanship doesn't it Ephesians 2.10 says, We are His workmanship, recreated for good works in Jesus Christ. Well, how can we be recreated? I'm telling you, we're always being recreated. And, and our bodies need to be recreated too, many of us. That means they were created, sickness or something sets in, disease or whatever, or we're not in the place where we need to be with God, and our bodies need to be recreated. Our minds need to be recreated. Our spirits need to be recreated. We need to be recreated. And that's what Ephesians 2.10 says. We are His workmanship. He's working on us. Recreated in Christ Jesus even before the foundation of the world that we should walk into them. Or it says that we might step into...